Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Acts. Today is episode 310. We're looking at Acts chapter 23, verses 23 through 35. Let's read our passage. He summoned two of his centurions and said, Get 200 soldiers ready with 70 cavalry and 200 spearmen to go to Caesarea at nine tonight. Also provide mounts to ride so that Paul may be brought safely to Felix the governor. He wrote the following letter. Claudius Lysias to the most excellent governor Felix. Greetings. When this man had been seized by the Jews and was about to be killed by them, I arrived with my troops and rescued him because I learned that he is a Roman citizen. Wanting to know the charge they were accusing him of, I brought him down before their Sanhedrin. I found out that the accusations were concerning questions of their law and that there was no charge that merited death or imprisonment. When I was informed that there was a plot against the man, I sent him to you right away. I also ordered his accusers to state their case against him in your presence. So the soldiers took Paul during the night and brought him to Antipatris as they were ordered. The next day they returned to the barracks, allowing the cavalry to go on with him. When these men entered Caesarea and delivered the letter to the governor, they also presented Paul to him. After he read it, he asked what province he was from. When he learned he was from Cilicia, he said, I will give you a hearing whenever your accusers also get here. He ordered that he be kept under guard in Herod's palace. Well, Paul is in Jerusalem. Paul has come following his third missionary journey, bringing a gift for the poor people of the church of Jerusalem. The leaders of the church were concerned because there had been rumors circulating that Paul was teaching Jews to abandon their Jewish roots. And so they had a plan that Paul would go and participate in a ceremony with four men who had taken a Nazarite vow. Paul would go with them to the temple to complete their time of their vow, pay for their offering, and that would show everyone that Paul is a faithful Jew. However, someone accused him of bringing a Gentile into the inner courts of the temple, and so a mob grabbed Paul, dragged him out of the inner courts, and began to beat him. The commander of the Roman garrison with many uh, soldiers came down and stopped the riot, rescued Paul, and tried to find out what was going on. Couldn't, assumed Paul was some kind of Egyptian terrorist, but discovered that actually Paul's an educated man and spoke Greek very well. And so Paul asked permission to speak to the crowd. It was granted. And then in Aramaic, Paul talked about the Messiah. And everything was going fine until he said the Messiah told him to go to the Gentiles. That's when the riot recommenced. And so the the commander ordered Paul to be brought into the barracks. And uh, one way to find out what's going on is to beat it out of him. So he was going to have Paul scourged that is beaten with this uh, really nasty whip thing until he finds out that Paul's a Roman citizen. And that changed everything. So then... The commander took Paul to the Sanhedrin, and Paul said he was a Pharisee. A fight broke out in the Sanhedrin, and then the commander brought Paul back to the barracks. Some of the Jews took a vow that they were going to assassinate Paul, and Paul's nephew came and told the commander, 
That's where we pick it up here in verse 23. He summoned two of his centurions and said, Get 200 soldiers ready with 70 cavalry and 200 spearmen to go to Caesarea at nine tonight. This is quite a, uh, a group of soldiers here. 200 soldiers, 70 cavalry, 200 spearmen. That's 470 soldiers. This is, this is quite the, the entourage. Well, he's told there were 40 guys ready to try and kill Paul. Well, he's going to drastically outnumber anybody who might try and cause trouble here. And this is such a large group that uh, nobody would dare mess with it. Leave for Caesarea tonight, 9 o'clock. So it's, it happens immediately. And it's uh, at 9 o'clock, so it's going to be a, something of a, a covert movement of Paul. The, the commander's looking to uh, get Paul out of the way here. Verse 24, also provide mounts to ride so that Paul may be brought safely to Felix, the governor. A couple things going on here. One is the governor of the area, the Roman governor, his headquarters is in Caesarea. And only the governor can preside over a capital case like this because they want to kill Paul and they want to execute him. And so this is uh, beyond the pay grade of the, the commander of the Roman garrison even though he is ordered with keeping the peace there in Jerusalem. So only governor can rule on a capital case like this. Plus, uh, every minute that Paul's in Jerusalem is another uh, riot waiting to happen. And the commander's main job is to keep the order, keep the peace, keep law and order, and uh, keep things running smoothly in Jerusalem. So get Paul out of Jerusalem. Verse 25, he wrote the following letter. Claudius Lysias, to the most excellent governor Felix, greetings. When this man had been seized by the Jews and was about to be killed by them, I arrived with my troops and rescued him because I learned that he is a Roman citizen. Well, this is maybe a bit of a stretch of the truth because as we read the account earlier that Luke narrated to us, uh, he didn't know he was a Roman citizen until after he arrested him, put him in chains, and took him into the barracks and was about to have him scourged. Uh, that's when he found out he was a Roman citizen, but we'll, we'll let this slide here. He's uh, painting things to put himself in a good light here. So wanting to know the charge they were accusing him of, I brought him down before their Sanhedrin. I found out that the accusations were concerning questions of their law. Now, there was no charge that merited death or imprisonment. When I was informed that there was a plot against the man, I sent him to you right away. I also ordered his accusers to state their case against him in your presence. So, in, he writes in the letter, I have ordered his accusers to come to Caesarea to state their case. Well, he had done that when he wrote, wrote the letter, but he will do it before the letter ever gets to Felix because he's not going to tell them to go to Caesarea to present their case until he's sure that Paul's safely far away from Jerusalem. And it's also nine o'clock at night. So he's not going to tell them probably the next day. Verse 31. 
So the soldiers took Paul during the night and brought him to Antipatris as they were ordered. Antipatris is a military station. It's roughly halfway from Jerusalem to Caesarea. It's pretty much on the border of Judea and Samaria, about 35 miles from Jerusalem and then another 25 miles on to Caesarea. And it would be a a good stopping point for a two-day trip. Verse 32, the next day they returned to the barracks, allowing the cavalry to go on with him. Now, this is it's not sure whether it meant that the entire 470-man force went the 35 miles to Anapatris, and then the foot soldiers, that is the 200 soldiers and the 200 spearmen, then traveled back the 35 miles, or if they just got a safe distance away from the city, then turned around and got back to the barracks the next day. So it's not real clear because 35 miles there, 35 miles back, that's quite the the distance to go on foot. But the cavalry, the mounted troops, the guys on horses, they then proceeded on with him. Verse 33, when these men entered Caesarea and delivered the letter to the governor, they also presented Paul to him. After he read it, he asked what province he was from. When he learned he is from Cilicia, he said, I will give you a hearing whenever your accusers also get here. He ordered that he be kept under guard in Herod's palace. Well, what's the matter where he's from? Well, it matters because it's where you're from is who has jurisdiction over you. When Jesus was sent to Pilate, Pilate discovered he was from Galilee, and so he sent Jesus to Herod Antipas, who was the ruler of Galilee. And that's just the the way you deal with things. You consult with their ruler. Now, Cilicia is a Roman province, but it's combined with the province of Syria, for a rule. So the governor of Syria also rules the province of Cilicia. And these are Roman provinces under Roman governors. And so because he's under the Roman system, actually the governor of Syria is Felix's superior. But because he's in the, the Roman system, it's appropriate for Felix to go ahead and hear the case. Had he been under one of the client kingdoms where they had their own local ruler, then he probably would have at least sent word to that uh, local ruler or sent Paul to that local ruler. Felix is the governor, the governor of Judea. His headquarters is in Caesarea, Herod's palace. Well, it sounds like quite the nice place. Well, it used to be Herod's palace. Now it's the Roman headquarters Felix and his brother Paulus are what are called freedmen. That is, they were born slaves, but somehow they were granted their freedom. And Paulus was quite the influential guy in Rome. He was friends with a lot of high people and actually occupied some high places himself. And it's generally thought that it was because of his the brother Paulus that Felix actually got this position. Felix was a a cruel ruler. He would put down any kind of uh, trouble with uh, 
a, a lot of violence and really wasn't liked well at all by the Jews. He was quite often at odds with the, the Jewish people. Uh, Felix had three wives that we know of. The first one was the granddaughter of Antony and Cleopatra. Uh, the second one we don't know anything about. The third one was the daughter of Agrippa I. Her name is Drusilla. We'll see her a little later on. So Felix is, uh, well, he's somewhat corrupt. And, and we'll see later, he's actually looking to get bribes. One of the reasons he keeps Paul in jail. So Paul is safely in Caesarea now. And it's up to the Jewish leaders to come and present their case before Felix to get a decision on what to do about Paul. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through the book of Acts.